dedicated, obsessed, focused. This is the Masters of Fitness podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Masters of Fitness podcast, episode 10, Life and Nutrition. I'm going to talk about life and nutrition today, but first, I'd like to introduce my co-host, the world-famous endurance guru, Mr. Thad King. What's up, Thad? How's it going, man? What's happening, Ernest? How's it going? I missed a class this week, man. Tell us about that. We didn't have a class this week. No class, no endurance class. I forgot. Uh -uh. No, they had that one-and-done competition at the gym, so (laughs) I got a Saturday off. I wonder why I could walk when I woke up this morning. It was no endurance (laughs) class to... Shoot, Nick posted a good workout. I don't know what he's trying to get himself into this evening with that. Yeah, he's trying to he's trying to uh, <laughs> get practicing for the game. One, one of my workouts. <laughs> so yeah, it's a little much. So welcome everybody to the show. Uh, uh, we're here again, tenth episode. It's a good time. We can't believe we've been on this long. The popularity is continuing to grow, based off uh, based off you guys. So we like to thank you for downloading and listening and. Uh, being a part of the show, as you can see, the popularity has risen, and therefore the celebrity of the show has uh, has gone up as well. So we have a special guest for you guys today, someone that you all should know, all should love, enjoy her food. So we'll bring her on here in a little bit. But first, uh, what else you got going on, Thad? How's, how's your weekend been, man? How you been doing? Man, my weekend's been busy, buddy. Busy? Yeah, I've been. I've Did you been, get that work done in your garage? Yeah, I worked out in that garage for seven hours yesterday afternoon. I got her done, though. I wasn't going to come up for air until I finished. See, that's why I just get somebody to do it for me. Yeah, I can't, no. can't do all that. So I can't do that. I can't let somebody do that kind of work for me. <laughs> I had to do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> I, so, I, I ain't got it in me, man. It's, it's, if I paid somebody to do it, they wouldn't do it good enough. So good. I could just pay you to come help me out. Uh, possibly. It depends on how much money you got. <laughs> so what you got in store for the endurance class next uh, Saturday? Any idea? Saturday. Any, what uh, hair brain schemes you have? I'm not that? real sure yet. I, um, <clears throat> it's going to be a good one, though, because I've got some, uh, my buddy from San Antonio, Andy. Andy's coming back, and he's okay. supposed to be bringing uh, five of his students with him. So they'll be, they should have Andy and, Five other people in the class, you know. And who is Andy again? Is this Andy, my buddy from San Antonio that has uh, Roots Fitness? Oh, Roots, Roots. Okay, Andy mm-hmm. for Roots. Okay, that'd be cool. I might have to. Andy uh, Travis. I think I'll be here Saturday. Vegan Cella is not till not this weekend, next week. So I should be there Saturday. Yeah. So don't try so, to show off. Don't show off. One. Don't show off because you got people coming in from out of town, <laughs> making it too hard. Let's just keep it. Just keep it where we at. Keep it respectable, sir. But I tell you what, though, I've I've gotten uh, several compliments uh, this weekend uh, at people that have been coming to my class that mm-hmm. did the one and done competition this weekend that um, said told me how much that coming to my class has actually helped them make it through that workout because that workout was anywhere most of the some of the teams finished in under an hour, mm-hmm. you know, some of them were. A little over an hour, but it was it was a pretty grueling workout. Your workouts average about thirty to forty five minutes. You would say a little around that thirty minute range. I try not to make them go any longer. If if it looks like it's going to go over, if I think it's not going to be done in forty five minutes, I put a time cap on it okay. for forty five minutes. That's good. But a lot of but a lot of the oddball movements that I saw in one and done, and some things that we've done multiple times in in the mm-hmm. endurance classes, just carrying a load, being consistent, and staying moving. So. Yeah. 
That's not but CrossFit is normally a burst, quick burst of energy, ten to fifteen minutes. So that duration, our bodies is not geared up for. But that will get you ready in his right. endurance class. Yeah, I will. So, all right. So it's so enough about us. Okay. It's so enough about us. Let's bring on. So we have a special guest, Lauren Crystal Lundy. <laughs> I was so I was so afraid to mess up that L word. <laughs> the first thing came out of my mouth was the L, and I practiced it. I wrote it down on a sheet of paper, but. The owner of Gather Paleo Cafe and Market in Port Natchez. So, right. like, a, let's everybody give her a round of applause as she comes on to the show. <laughs> always, I always applaud people who I like to pride myself and think that I'm some type of a cook or a chef. So, I always pride people who take the time to make good food, good healthy food that's nutritious for the masses. Right. There's so much bad stuff out there. So oh, much yeah. bad stuff so out there. So much bad stuff, yes. And people believe that <clears throat> healthy food is not good. Right. That's the mindset. Right. But, so tell us about your cafe. Tell us about your food. What do you do? How did you get involved in cooking? Well, Very interesting story from what that told me. I'm really glad you started with that because that is the point mm-hmm. of what we did. Um, so we started out by doing a lot of um, meal prep type things for people in our house, which, you know, is finicky so we stuck with uh people we knew get closer closer, sorry (laughs) um but anyway we that's how we started and in 2014 um my sister owns gather with me and in 2014 our mom passed away and um so we kind of fell into this weird um i don't know hiatus of things and then I was a chemical engineer before Gather, and then I got laid off in the summer of 15, and so we just decided at that time that it was time to do it. Time chemical engineer that turned cook. <laughs> right. Chemical Bus- engineer turned sir. cook. Sounds turned scary, Harness. Yeah. So how does, so, so I, like, I did, I studied <laughs> biology and chemistry in, uh, in college. So how does the chemistry part of it in regards to mixing with ingredients and flavors kind of aids you when you're cooking. Does that it's, help out any? It does help. And in fact, Are you like a mad scientist in there with food? N- no, not really. <laughs> okay. In fact, it's more of the math side of things that helps okay. more than anything. I'm constantly asked, uh, how does this convert to this? And <laughs> how many cups is this ounces? And it's more of a, it's kind of a running joke. A running joke. It, yeah, it is what it is. But Gather started um, under that. And the point of Gather was we started it knowing that Southeast Texas did not have, is not a hotbed for health food, um, but we also find it very important that the food you eat should taste good too. So it's a little bit of both. It's super good for you, but we refuse to um, not have it taste good. So that was basically how, you know, we got started. It was a time, it was kind of a now or never situation. Um, you know, we we eat places too. We eat real, you know, other places yeah. as well, but same. it's just what you said. Like there was just not... Um, a whole lot of healthy options out there. They exist, but you have to go out and really hunt for you them. Have That's to what's hunt not for good. It. We have to hunt for it. And um, the point of starting Gather was to make that um, easier for people to find. So, so, how long y'all been around now? You said we opened in January of sixteen, so we're coming up on four years. In January will be four years. <clears throat> so I knew uh, Crystal whenever she first started uh, diving into this whole uh, paleo. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the whole cooking lifestyle yeah. and everything. So, yeah, she used to come to the gym talking about all this stuff she was cooking. <laughs> 2012. Yeah, when I started we really didn't know that. what the heck she was talking about then. Or, you know, yeah. paleo was, 
It wasn't mainstream it, at all. It, it wasn't. You know, a lot of people knew about it because of CrossFit and stuff like yeah. that, but it's not nothing like what it is now. Right. It's it's grown significantly, mm-hmm. and people who even know what it is. So. Yeah. yeah, paleo is. When I first got into CrossFit, it was like paleo was. It was paleo and zone dieting were yeah. the two biggest right. two biggest things. And I was like, man, paleo, I can't eat like a caveman. That's, I know. I'm like, I know. Everybody I need thinks this, that. I need this honey bun. I need I this. <laughs> before, I, before I learned how to properly right. put nutrition into myself. So, And that's one thing people miss about CrossFit is like it. It not only is it about just working out, but it's also about the culture of healthy eating as well, right. too. So you have to do it has to all play together for sure. So yeah. what are some of your uh so some of your specialties? What do you like to cook? What is Well, I don't do all the cooking. So okay, you don't do I, okay. I do some of it, but we have uh we have worked our way into having a full time chef that does most of okay. it. Okay. That's uh, cool. We do a little bit of everything. The menu changes every week. So um, what you see this week, you won't see next week, and you may not see it for another month. It just depends. So we, we do a little bit of all of it. So if it's something I like, I need to buy it and freeze it up. You might want to, yeah. So we do, we do you know, your um, stick-to-your-rib stuff like um, hamburger steak and mashed potatoes, or we do, oh, good. We do wow. soups, we do salads, we do meatloaf, we do grilled chicken. We do a little bit to make everybody have something Happy. that they like, yeah. I like how you said that, stick to your ribs. Because yeah. that's another thing. People say, man, I need to, this well, little bit of food is not going to fill me up. But. Right, no, and, and you wouldn't think so. But, you know, we've get, we get a lot of, uh, the demographic that we feed is, it varies. So we get a mm-hmm. lot of plant dudes, and that's kind of where we leaned in towards the, well, these guys probably want a little bit more than, you know, the... The typical thing that somebody who's right. just a super fitness freak might right, want. Right, okay. Right. Yeah, right. I saw. Uh, when was it? Last week, I saw you post that uh, your sister made like a blueberry cobbler or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it was last or week before last. Mm. Yep. So it's a little. We do we do a little bit of everything to keep everybody happy. We do keto stuff. We do vegan stuff. We do paleo, primal, whole thirty. You know, I'm a. I like to call myself a part time vegan. Yeah. <laughs> and it is. So I do vegan Tuesdays and Thursdays. And <laughs> <laughs> that's good. You get your vegetables in. And that's exactly why I do. I do it because I uh, I wasn't eating enough vegetables. Right. So I thought I was eating healthy, which means I wasn't eating bad food, but I right. still wasn't eating enough good food. Right. You know, I was eating just a bunch of meat. Yep. And jasmine rice and yeah. wheat bread. Oh, that's, yeah. That's all I would eat. And that's occasion, no vegetables in there. No, no vegetables. So <laughs> I did vegan, too. Force myself to eat more vegetables. But it's hard to find vegan food around here. You should come eat our vegan food. I will. I will now. It's hard to eat vegan. Well, no, it it's it's not hard to eat vegan because I get a bag of Doritos and Coke. Right. right. <laughs> so it's, from, it's hard to eat healthy, healthy vegan. Healthy vegan. Healthy yeah. vegan. Yeah. yeah, you get French fries and a you soda. You can be dirty vegan. You can be dirty vegan. <laughs> dirty. I'm gonna. I'm thinking. I'm gonna steal that phrase from you. Dirty, dirty vegan. vegan. Yeah, dirty vegan. A good one. Dirty you vegan. So, so tell us about some of the. Uh, so you said keto, vegan, right. paleo. Sometimes everything. it's a little bit of all of that in one. Like the even the vegan food we offer is. Um, it's. It's um, also whole thirty. Um, some of the primal stuff is keto. It just kind of we try to make it. We try to give everybody an option. And even the vegan stuff, you can add a protein to as well. So if you just really want vegetables, vegetables okay. throw some chicken on there or a fried egg or whatever, you can do that. So That's pretty cool. We keep it we keep it open, you know, for lots of the options. You can sub out the potatoes if you don't want them, if you're keto or whatever. So we try to make it easy. So for that's good. So it's not just strict to basically based off. Hey, this is what we cook for you guys. And this is right. what you have. You can kind of customize what yeah. you want. Okay. Yeah. If we have it, you can have it. Have it. You know okay. What I'm saying? That's yeah. cool because a lot of the places you go to is just like, hey, this is all we have is what's prepped. Right. And you grab it and go. But that's sure. good to get it customized. So. Yeah, sure. 
and we can prep it for you to go as well. We do have those containers that if you come in and you want five of that or one of each or whatever, you can prep it for your week. We have those plastic reheatable containers as well. It's cool, 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 Pretty man. We try to make it convenient for everybody. People, y'all need to go visit this place. Mm-hmm. I looked at some of the food on the. Uh, I looked at some of the food. And I was very, I got hungry. Because I, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I like to eat healthy food because I like, I know it's going to taste good, but I like to eat a lot of it too. Yeah. So I always fuss at Thad. We try Thad, to make it pretty too. Thad didn't bring me a lunch to, uh, yeah. no, Thad didn't bring me a lunch. Show. He brought me one last show. So, Come on. so how do you Give think overall, how do you think overall, just your perspective of eating and starting the, uh, the kitchen, uh, we might have seen how you might have some testimonies from different people that come in. So how do you think that translates to a, just a better lifestyle overall, like just feeling good about yourself? Well, you know, food's supposed to taste good. And the way I, the way most people look at food, if you really get down to it, is that it's the center of your life. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't do, you can't live without it. And you also make it a celebratory thing most of the time. So you get a new job. Oh, my gosh, let's go out to eat. <laughs> let's somebody, go get a cake. <laughs> did somebody pass away? I'm so sorry. Let's go eat. Like, it's just involved in everything that happens to you. So, you know, you're going to eat. You're going to eat multiple times a day. You might as well make it taste good and make you feel good. So, you know, the way we do things is we offer only the healthiest options available mm-hmm. and we try to make it taste amazing so that you don't think you're eating um, something healthy. I mean, because health food has a bad t- bad rap in general. Yeah. So that's the point is to make it make you feel good, make you happy. Yeah. Because as soon as people hear, as soon as people hear diet, they automatically assume they're going to be missing out on something. Right. It has a negative connotation. A negative connotation. Mm-hmm. Especially flavor is the number one thing. Right. It is the number one thing. You don't want to, I mean, nobody wants to eat boring food. Yes. I mean, people do it, but so if you're talking that about doesn't boring, mean they want to. So if you're talking about boring foods, I see you offer sweets as well, too. We do offer sweets as well. We have my sister who co-owns with me is our in-house baker. And she's okay. really, really hard on um, creating really cool things that are healthy. And, again, sometimes you wouldn't even notice it. Do you have oatmeal raisin cookies? We do not have oatmeal. <laughs> In fact, I told her, I literally told her a couple weeks ago that I wanted something that resembled an oatmeal raisin cookie because it's my favorite. Man, I will eat. I eat. At least an oatmeal raisin cookie oh. a day. I need somebody needs somebody needs to find a way to make those healthy. I'm, I'm gonna, glad to see I'm we get think alike. Yes, yeah. she makes uh, chocolate chip cookies, snickerdoodles, brownies, um, cakes, cobblers, all the things. It's mm. uh, it's become really the, one of the more popular things that we do. See, people, you don't have to deprive. You don't have to deprive no. yourself no. of good foods. No. So. I mean, we do pot roast and stuff too. Like pot roast, like I, it, none, can, none, none says more southern no. stick to your ribs than pot roast. Mm-hmm. That's like a grandma. A grandma. Know? That's like American, <laughs> the American dish that we eat right. is pot roast. So, yep, it's the best. So it's good. So any any good testimonies? Everybody come to you saying like, "Hey, you changed my life with yes, your food." Yes, actually, we've had a few people come that have been with us for a long time that have lost a bunch of weight. But my favorite thing um, is turning. Uh, people into believers like people come in hating they come in and say oh I hate broccoli or I hate squash I don't want that can I get something else and it's like but have you had our broccoli or our squash and we try really hard to convince people to just try it the way we do it Mm. and become a believer that yeah you're probably going to like that vegetable or meat or whatever yeah you know the way we do things isn't the way most people do things so you know, we make uh, that's my main goal is to make people believers out of something that they hated before. Yeah, and that's probably one of the most hardest things there is to yeah. do with food trying to, to get somebody to, to like it. Right. Get somebody to eat something that they really never even ate or like right. 
I, yeah, I, never oh, I just don't like that. Yeah, I never had Why don't zucchini like it? zucchini pasta before. I'm not gonna eat this. I don't right. want. Yeah, I don't want I've that. I've never. You've never tried it, so you don't know. Know what you like. Give us a shot. We'll make a believer. Trust me, I, my dad, in his lifetime, has only eaten two things: what ground meat and rice, <laughs> and hamburgers with no bread. When hamburgers were just meat and bread, yeah, and he's eaten that his entire life. God, that's so sweet. <laughs> It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. But, yeah, so so don't threaten him with a good time. Yeah. Regardless of not, yeah. regardless of not trying I food. Can't, we can't win everybody. <laughs> He'll one-up you. He'll be like, that smells good. I'll say, well, why don't you try it? No, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm not going to do that. So that kind of goes into one of our questions. So how can we get people to prioritize these types of food over the junk food? Like, say, if you, it's, you, it's, your, it's your place and it's McDonald's. Yeah. So how can I, like, how am I going to pass up these deep fried french fries to the it's tough it's tough and i've thought a lot about that over the years because back when i started this and we started this we wanted to save everybody we wanted everyone to do this one thing it's going to help you blah 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 blah. and you cannot you can't just convince people to do it you just have to make it available and so that's what we do that's how you 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 can't make people prioritize anything you just have to make the tools and the stuff available for them to do Mm. so and that's what we do we can't you can't, we can't force you to eat it, but if we promise that if you give it a shot, you're probably going to like it. You just have to convince people that they want it, and that's the hard part. And, it, and again, you're right. It gets overwhelming. It's like, man, there's so many bad options. You're like, do you understand yeah. what you're doing to your body by yeah. not? Nobody's telling you to be a super freak, a super right. athlete. Just put better food within right. you. It makes you feel better overall, but... It's hard, and and we still struggle with you know some of our own family doing that. So it, you can't you can't you can't save everybody, but you can at least make you know we can at least make this available to you as an option. Yeah, you just have to decide you. Want and that's it. the thing, you can't options. Change people. Yeah, having that option, even myself, I eat pretty good, but having that option there is yeah. like. Like we think we went ate out. We went ate out Mexican food yesterday, and Thad had a. Uh, <laughs> they made fun of me. <laughs> we made fun of Thad had a grilled chicken, some pinto beans, and like some vegetables. And I'm over here eating a, a wet burrito Tamales with with, to, with with gravy and Monterey Jack cheese on top. But that stuff just doesn't. It doesn't even hardly look good to me anymore. Yeah. You know, whenever I just know what's in it, and. Probably what the consequences are going to be whenever <laughs> I do eat it, right. yeah. you know. So it's just, am I going to sacrifice my, you know, immediate uh, yeah. gratification for you know my later satisfaction? It's, it's exactly. It's hard to, and sometimes you still got to live though too. And sometimes, oh, it's, yeah, sometimes it's me. worth it, you know. Oh, yeah. Once in a while. But Somebody asked, do your food list micro? Do you have the micros no, on your food? No, we don't list know? the macros, and here's why we don't list the macros because everything changes every week. And it would take a full-time person to sit there and do all that. Okay, math. yeah. But it is. we can tell you if it's super low carb or high fat. We can give you the s, you know the, you know it's overall keto summary of what yeah, it is. We okay, can give you, cool, we can cool. tell you exactly what's in it. And if you want to do that math or put it in your Fitness Pal app or whatever and do it, you can definitely do that. We can give you every ingredient. Yeah, you can stick it in in one of those apps yeah. really quick. Yeah, especially if you do that on the regular basis, mm-hmm. it's not hard. That'd be easy to do. Cool, cool. But no, we don't do that. So backtracking a little bit about yeah. choices, I got back and we went to my mom's house. Like you say, family members. And we'll think me and my wife, we went out and went there to pick the kids up. And I opened the cabinet. It was a bunch of fruit juices and Oreo mm-hmm. cookies. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, this is so tempting. I know. But 
I gave it, I stayed away from well, it. Well, good for you. So. I can't say that I would always do that, but it's tough. It's tough. One one reason I know I've kind of, we've kind of doing it the right thing in my household is that my son. It was so weird. He was begging me, say, "Dad, I want some salad. You need mm-hmm. to fix me some salad." <laughs> and like so, literally, we went home. My wife made a homemade dressing. They said the boy sat there and they ate yep. a salad. They yep. ate a salad and it was perfectly fine with it. Yep. Or if we do get them donuts. My son would literally eat one, and he'd yeah. be like, okay, this is too much sugar. I can't eat this. Right. But it goes to show you, it's like we put these habits into our kids. Correct. Kind of going like prioritizing the right food. If yeah. I have my kids in the car and I stop and I get them McDonald's all the time, what do you think they're going to grow up and eat? What are you teaching them? Teaching them. Yeah, yeah. they're going to grow up and eat McDonald's. Yeah. I know sometimes it's a, you can't avoid it right, with kids. Right. But they want what they want. They want what they want. Yeah, I want some but chicken nugget and French fries. You no, know, that yeah. can be that can be pretty hard, you know, for for other people. You know, kids kids aren't with you all the time. Right. Exactly, yes. And you have to kind of, you yeah. have to have some leeway with them, too. Right, but most of the time, they know, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not with mama. I'm, I'm going <laughs> oh, yeah, to eat me some Pop-Tarts, right. you know, and then just go yeah. to kids town. Go, and, that's, and that's grandma house. <laughs> my yeah. son right. go there just eating cookies and yeah. just passed out on. So I think my son was drinking us because my kids think uh, sparkling waters are sodas. Yeah, we do that too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yep. my, mom, my mama told him, she was like, boy, I'll go get you a real root beer out of oh, there. Stop no. drinking that fake stuff. And they will. They'll do it. They'll so. do it. We started ours um, when I started living this way. Mine were little bitty, so I didn't have to fight them for anything. They were like one and two. And that's easy. When they're little, they don't know any better. So you mm-hmm. just start feeding them a certain way, and they just do it. Most of the time, mine love salads too. Anytime yeah. we go out to eat, they want that salad, that Caesar salad or whatever. Yeah, they love salad because it's like you said, condition of mine. I, yeah. I think I was telling somebody, like, we get we don't eat fruit as much now because our taste buds are so jaded by the refined sugars. Yeah. So, a strawberry and a banana are like dull. What's yeah. to our ancestors, that was like, oh, this was some right, this was like yeah. they got a, a sugar that, that was their candy, but mm-hmm. to us, we just like, oh, it's just a grape, and ain't that. Yeah. Right. It's nothing because we think a grape Jolly Ranch is what a grape should taste like. <laughs> right. <laughs> so. But if you make the same thing, though, if you make it available to them, they're going to eat it. So if you don't have the bad stuff and you have the good stuff, then you're all set. All right. So that's a good one. So what, is, what would you say your overall philosophy is? Do you have a philosophy at uh, Gather? Our philosophy is along the lines of making um, healthy food taste good. You know, Gather... Gather is gather. Gather is essentially what it says. We want you to come and gather with people um, or meet new people or, you know, we want it to feel comfortable. When you come in, we want you to feel like you're sitting down at grandma's table and you're about to, you know, enjoy this meal. It's about the experience. You know, food is an art form. It's also an experience. And we want you to just fully enjoy the whole thing from start to finish. And so far, um, people seem to do that. And, yeah, and we they walk out with you know oh this is my new favorite place mm-hmm. all the time and nothing makes me happier than that you know our goal is to feed you good food make you happy and have you share that with your family so gather is exactly I like what the name it says. so that's where the name come from gather gather, gather here it's kind of multifaceted you know it's a little play on words to the whole fact that the paleo lifestyle is essentially yeah, the hunt and gather the hunter and gatherer hmm. life you know? ah, I see double so entendre it's a double entendre <laughs> that's right? a good playoff of words I like so that though we hunt it you gather it and then you you know you gather with people as well that kind of goes to that whole community aspect that yes. you said we get together to eat food that's yes. what we do in our society so that's we could get we together do. and enjoy good food together. Right. More inclined to be a lot more healthier society. Right. So bring your family. That's bring it. your family because it, oh man, it's it's bad food in society bothers mm-hmm. me. I know 
And it's, it's and hurtful. It's, it's, yeah, it's like, because we like. It's offensive. And it's funny because I remember somebody told me, like, man, you're drinking that whey protein. And that's going to hurt you. I say, really? really? <laughs> you eat, you eat McDonald's? <laughs> Compared really? to what? Compared to yeah. what? It's like, you're doing all this and it's going to hurt you. But, you know, and that's something I, I struggle with. I, I struggle trying to not be judgmental of people for yeah. for eating crap. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it, it it's hard for me. Yeah. It, it can be, but, and you know, I guess, I guess we've been doing this whole thing so long and then Gather's been open so long that you sort of tune out the whole, the fact that you, you want to save everybody. Mm-hmm. You want everybody to just get it and they're not, everyone's going to get it. No, no. And you can't, um, you can't, I know that it's, it's a struggle, but you can't, um, you just can't worry too, too and, much. And about it's funny it. because it's almost like it it's almost like if you're the healthy eater, you're the uh, you're the bad guy. You're the outcast. Soon as I mean, <laughs> oh, soon yeah. as soon as I warm something in the market in the uh, office that's yeah. not healthy. Oh, you eating the Snickers bar? Oh, <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> like you're not allowed to do that. I'm not anymore. allowed to do that. Like, hold on, man. This is how I curve for my cravings. This is right. how I take care of this. So still gotta live. Still, I still gotta live. I yeah. still gotta live. You can't so. feel guilty about it either, and I don't like that topic very much. Yeah, like food guilt makes me mad. Like. You shouldn't feel guilty about anything you put in your mouth. Yeah. Just do better the next time. Do better the like, next time. Exactly. You actively know what you're doing. Do better the next time. It's fine. I think, and a lot of it, I think I would say it comes from people's just lack of understanding. Yeah. Like, everything is so entrenched in the society. Like, the foods that we eat, when you go to the grocery store, it's just quick to grab the Frosted Flakes and, yeah. put, it in the, and put it in not... I do think we are seeing trends to more of a healthy society. Yes. You can even see places like McDonald's yeah. and everything trying to mimic these right. new, like the new uh, Austin vibe, like the artesian vibe, the yeah. like healthier food stuff. But it's right. not fooling nobody. It's not. They're trying though. It's the fact that the fact that you have to advertise that your burgers are now one hundred percent ground beef. <laughs> what were they before? Yeah, or like the fact that your chicken nuggets are one hundred percent chicken breasts. It's like congratulations. Congratulations. Yes. Yes. <laughs> if you sitting there, girl, a buddy of mine, she joked about me. He said, "You paying all that money for that organic food?" He said, "I get all these, I get all these extra ingredients, and my food is cheaper than yours." <laughs> it but does. It, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense, but it is what it is. Yeah, it doesn't make sense that a family could go get a thing of honey buns for a dollar, but a thing of grapes costs five. Oh, if not more, yeah. It's it's a wild. I get it now that I do it, but at the same time, yeah. it doesn't make any sense. And so when you see people advertising, you know, get five for five, and it's like, well, how much did you, how much did that cost you to make? Because if mm-hmm. you can sell it for $5, <laughs> it does not cost much or you're not making anything. Right. So it's, you know, we try to, <laughs> I don't like to defend pricing, but that's exactly, you know, that's exactly how it works. I mean, we, we spend good money so that we can make good food. Yeah. And, you know, we, we try to work really closely with local farms and stuff, too. So, cool. in, you know, it's it's difficult, but also more of those are popping up as well. Uh, people are getting back to the whole farming and ranching and local and grass-fed and pasture-raised and all of that, bringing it back to its most, you know, classic state. It doesn't have to be um, – your pig doesn't have to grow up in a warehouse. No, or, it doesn't. But know. a lot of people don't know how to do that farm right. and stuff and anymore. I, and I get it. It's just a matter of re-educating, re-educating people. We, we people. got so far away from, you know, how our even our ancestors from 100 years ago lived, you know. They all farmed. Yeah, you like know? you go you, – I still have grandmothers, and, like, mm-hmm. I go to my dad's house in Louisiana. They still farm. Yeah. My stepmom, she'll give me a thing of, like, okra, fresh Ooh, peppers, right. fresh everything, and it tastes a lot better. You can taste the difference. Because that's what they did. They ate – you had a lot of kids, so you could mm-hmm. run the farm and you eat food. <laughs> right. I mean, it's, right. it is what it is. So. Right, it is. And, and you got to think, like, 
99% of the stuff in grocery stores didn't even exist 100 years ago. But yet we love it, and our yet our health has definitely faded along with it, too. So well, I'm trying to bring it back. You know, I, people tell me all the time, you know, people been eating sugar for, for a long time. They've been eating, you know, sugar's been around for yeah. forever. Yeah, but that's true. But back in the old days, sugar was sugar. Yeah. It was real sugar. sugar wasn't, it wasn't made in a lap. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it wasn't, you know, sucralose and fructose right. and high fructose corn syrup. And, it was basic. Right. And you, you didn't know. need a lot of it, and they didn't use a lot of it. Exactly. So things were different, you know. My, my grandmother, she's, I think she's fixing to be 93 years old, and I stayed with her <clears throat> for a little while uh, a few years ago. And, um, you know, I tried to, <laughs> I tried to, um, kind of sway her away from eating this and eating that. She goes, I, I've been eating this all my life. Right. And that's when I really started thinking about it. Yeah, you have been eating it all your life. Mm-hmm. And whenever you were younger, it, it, was, it, was, different it was different. Then. Yeah, you went killed it and got it yeah. off the farm. Or you went to the market and got it. Or even processed food 50 years ago is a completely different animal than it is now. Well, it's so much different. Yeah, because, you know, they started trying to... Uh, I saw a documentary the other day where they started trying to extract the fat out of the food yeah. and do all this, you know, to or try to make it sound like it's better for you. Yeah. Like the fat-free. Yeah. Right. But they were putting... They put sugar in its place. Sugar in its place. Mm-hmm. To make it taste good. To make it... Yeah, so you're taking well, yeah, the fat out. you took the tasty part out. Which is the fat. Yeah. And I learned, and that's one thing I learned when I started doing the... Uh, zone diet and a paleo mm-hmm. stuff with CrossFit was the fact that the fats are important. That yeah. that keeps you satiated. That what yes. makes the food taste good. Yeah. And people at that point at that junction thought removing all the fat was going to cure everybody. No, it was the refined sugars that right. was putting back into it right. that was making people lose weight and right. making those bellies mm-hmm. blow up. Mm-hmm. Big topic. So I, And that's, I guess that comes, I think it was a documentary called my wife. She was just like, so what are we supposed to do? Are we just supposed to get a form? It was like a documentary called uh, <laughs> Food Inc. I think yeah. that was the one that kind yeah, of, that's a good one. That kind of bumped everybody off. And it was like, so what do we do? Do we just go out and farm? We turn our backyards we into farms. Back into farm. <laughs> everybody was confused. Yeah. We're like, so what do we do? Because if you think about it, one of the things that we don't pay attention to a lot of times is like the FDA and like how and like when we talk about politicians and voting people at office, we don't care. We don't. That's things we don't think about. Well, how are they regulating the foods? How are they regulating the stuff we put in our bodies? That's never an issue. Right. And when you think about it, what's the number one killer in society is heart disease, yeah. obesity. So why aren't we paying more attention to that? Right. It's weird. It is weird. Well, it's backwards. It's, yes, it's Especially backwards. Especially when you start getting all the politicians and everybody involved mm-hmm. in it because they're in the food people's back pocket. Yeah. Or the, the, or the food people are in their back pocket, I should say. Yeah, well, you have the CEO so, from Tyson Chicken on the board in the part of the board FDA. What are you going to think? Yeah. Just like the CEO and founder of CrossFit. We need to get you fired up. Don't get me fired up on the Greg Glassman is—he's been fighting the the beverage companies for years, and he finally ended up beating them. And you mean like the sugary beverage people? Yes. Yeah. You know, they're they're making false claims. Yeah. And then the the people that were saying that that this was not right or this was right is—they were lying. Yeah. You know, and finally they finally got around to making it. You know, proving their point. Right. 
you know, and they, they got brought to court over it and all. CrossFit, uh, Glassman and them got brought to uh, a big federal court. Yeah, that's like when they stopped putting out uh, vitamin water. It was supposed to be mm-hmm. healthier because it had just a little bit. So it had just a little bit more like the Coke Plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It had just a little bit more vitamins, but it wasn't enough. Like Diet Gatorade. Yeah, Diet Gatorade. <laughs> yeah, like. It's a little bit more, but a little bit less. A little bit else. less. Yeah, Fed Up on Netflix yeah. is a great documentary. Yeah, that's a good one. It'll make you real mad. Mm-hmm. So I, I, man, and this, I had a buddy. He was like, man, I don't want to watch that because I, I want them to tell me what I don't want to eat. I know. So you have to, though, if you don't, if you when you know and you don't do anything about it, it's, you know, ignorance is not bliss. Yeah. But I th- and even if you things. and I kind of equate it to what we need to do is kind of like what's being done with uh, craft beers now. Mm-hmm. And the fact that a lot of microbreweries are brewing their own beers was actually cutting to the market of Anheuser-Busch and yeah. Budweiser. So they have to make. Make so until I have to make adjustments to that. So I think we can do that with food, yeah. but it's going to take people getting back and like supporting businesses like yours, right. supporting the local farmers market, going yeah. to it and taking the money from these, or even forcing like the HEBs and the mm-hmm. Krogers to carry more of the healthier items in a grocery store. Right, and all you have to do is ask them, and if you ask them enough, and enough people ask them, they'll carry whatever you want. Yeah, but see, people don't realize it. we don't realize how much power we got a lot. Of we times, do have though. a lot of power, and you're. Dollars are your power. So yeah. spend them, you know, spend them wisely. Spend them Some wisely. of them are getting better. Yeah. You know, some of your HEBs and oh, stuff man, are getting better. Uh, it's a but I'm going to tell you difference. something. It depends on where, where you go to the HEB. Yeah. I can go down to HEB and Port Arthur on Gulfway Drive. And they will not no. have. They don't have a lick of anything See, but in now there. we're getting all into socioeconomical yeah. stuff, too, right. and all that stuff. Right. What, what are you yeah. making available to certain to people? Right. right. I mean. Why a, do some places have to be a food desert? You know, yes, exactly. All healthy options should be available to everybody, no matter right. your economic standards, Correct. no matter where you are. Because no you're right, you go to HB Plus and you could just, you don't even, Ooh. like you said, you don't have to shop in the middle. You go to mm-hmm. the all natural, mm-hmm. it's, and it's weird. And it's, it bonds, but like you have an all natural section, like the meat, <laughs> and then you go to the section. So, what is this section? <laughs> this it's is not the, natural. This is the not natural. That shit click in people's heads. Like, so, yeah. <laughs> right. so you go to Sam's and that's the dollar fifty a pound. Chicken. Right. Yeah. yeah. And you Sam's know. does have a pretty good option that's but it's two or three times the price. Yeah. You know, and that's it that's hard to convince people as well. It's hard to convince people that to spend their money, their hard earned money, a little bit more. But the whole thing is is we all know that or most of us know that food is medicine. So, yeah. you know, you work hard on your food, you don't end up in the you don't spend your money elsewhere mm-hmm. where it doesn't need to go. I think my wife said, uh, the media had us thinking the following, you must eat breakfast, low fat is how you lose weight, and diet sodas are healthy. Correct. They do They do make you think that. And that goes back to the whole, you know, um, lobbyists are in, you know, these food companies' pockets. That's just, exactly. it's all, it's a nightmare. Yep. It's don't a nightmare get me. you got to fight. See, I know we yeah, hit, I, I know we, I know we hit to talk <laughs> about your restaurant, but it goes into what, that's why we, that's why we wanted to have you here, is talk about nutrition, because right. that's. It's important in society because yes, working out is working out is key. Yeah, all that is good and stuff. But you can work out and eat bad, and your insides be horrible. Yeah, you can be. That's like having a Ferrari and yeah. never getting the oil changed, and you running sludge right. through the veins. Eventually, it's going to break down. Eventually, something's going to happen to you. I actually wrote that down when I was <laughs> answering these questions that you have to put. You know, your body is your vehicle, and you have to treat it like you want it to stay around a while. You can't put junk in it and expect it to go yeah. very far. It doesn't work like that. The um, the nutrition. Is at the the base of yeah. of the pyramid. That's what gives you the foundation for everything else. Right. Mm-hmm. Have it. 
So we got to make that. Don't they have a, a farmer's market? Is it every Saturday or every yeah, other Saturday? Every Saturday, Saturday morning. Saturday morning. Okay. Beaumont on college. It's underneath the basketball court. And like you said, and we do have to, and it, we do, we are going to have to be willing to pay a little bit yeah. more for the healthier food. But when you think about it, it's okay, I'm paying a little bit more for my health. Yes. So if I'm paying more for better foods, then it's less doctor visits I have to go yep. to. It's less medications I have to take. Yep. I'm paying all this money for a blood pressure medication. I'm worried about type right. 2 diabetes and all this. When I can just eat a better diet and not have to worry about this stuff. The whole thing is, is like, yeah, whenever you eat a certain way your whole life, it is hard to convince yourself otherwise. And it's also hard to enjoy it at first. You just have mm-hmm. to tell yourself this is for my health, and eventually your taste buds change. Everything yeah, changes. Your, mind, your mindset, your mindset changes. changes. You go back to saying, oh. And you feel better. It doesn't take that long to feel better. No. So it's just a matter of convincing yourself. And goes back to the whole you can't save everybody. They have to do it themselves. You can't save everybody. I wish you could. <laughs> so your our job is to provide the knowledge. Yes. And that's kind of one of the reasons me and that started this podcast is, hey, let's something for the community. Let's get people out here and just talk about health. Yeah and fitness overall and nutrition so and we you know it's it's hard to it's hard to convince people like I said but whenever you come in and you eat our food you will like it like no one almost every plate is always Mm -hmm. clean like there's no waste we don't (laughs) and and another thing it just brings up another thing that's not food related you know we try to do things in a in a in a less wasteful situation. Um, You know, even our to-go containers and boxes and cups, like this cup right here, is made from um, sugar and corn. It's not made from plastic. It's biodegradable (laughs) and compostable, even the straws. So Um, I could eat the cup? You could try. Yeah, I've been wanting to get some of those uh, (laughs) containers that are made out of sugar sugar cane. I can send you the website. Like, we we spend a little more on that. It's it's for your convenience, and we spend more for it than styrofoam Mm. or, you know, plastic. I mean, we do carry plastic for meal preppers, but most of our stuff is um, made of paper or corn or sugar or... That is so good. So not only are you providing good food for... I'm a I'm a hippie when it comes to the yeah, earth and comes we're to good food because I get good well. good stewards of the earth yeah. and people like it's pretty cool biodegradable foods I have never heard that's my first time hearing about this I know it's pretty cool yeah, I've been trying to tell people because you know the whole straw situation that's going on in in the country and it's like you don't have to use plastic straws you don't have to have straws first of all but if you do you can get them that are um, you know wasteless mm. I mean people make such it a it goes away people make such a big deal out of this straw situation yeah. what. Why? It's really any single-use plastic, if you really think about it. I mean, I've gotten to the point now to where when, when we go out to the restaurant, uh, <clears throat> me or Cecilia, neither one, we won't even use a straw. Yeah. They bring them to the table, and we won't even use them. Yeah. I mean, you don't really need it. and It's like making your cup a sippy cup. We're all adults. <laughs> we can drink out of a cup like adults, you know? Making it a sippy it's cup. It's not necessary. It's not that big of a deal, you I know? I mean, this is just for convenience of travel, you mm-hmm. know? I mean, yeah. you don't have to have it. You don't even have to put a lid on there if you don't want to. You know, we offer, we used to do um, glass glasses, like literal glass, but it ended up being, it cost me more, cost us more to have someone wash those glasses over and over again Mm -hmm. than just these. And I don't feel bad about it because it's not plastic. It goes away. So it's less money on my end as well. Mm. It's pretty cool. You should look into it. The boxes are cool. Mm-hmm. Now they they will like if you can't you can't make them with like saucy things. You can't use them with saucy things because they will get a little bit soggy. But we have we we make do. It works. Okay. It works well. Ooh. It's really convenient. 
I like cool stuff like that. I like different things. So we're working our way into using like, um, finding some, I found them. I just have to work my way into getting them, um, the same, but like cutlery, like not plastic forks, but, Mm -hmm. um, like a, um, they're compostable, compostable forks Hmm. and spoons and knives and all those things. But it's just like with anything we made to believe plastic is Mm -hmm. plastic is the only way to do everything. Mm -mm. Nope. You just have to hunt for it. It just takes effort. Or just take some government lobbyists to start <laughs> <laughs> to kind of support it. Yeah. Once they figure out they can make a billion dollars off of it, then they'll push it. And that's they, why yeah. our health is negotiable. I say that because once they figure out, once the government figure out they can make a mon- bunch of money off of it, yeah. they'll start supporting health. You're right. That's why I take once the people start making, like we stop buying this junk mm-hmm. and start buying the real stuff, they'll get behind it. Yeah. I don't think it's an evil empire to where they say like, oh, we want to make America unhealthy. No. It's just a byproduct of them being cheap and yep. making money, worrying right. about money. If they can find a way to make money off of it. It's a byproduct of greed. Agreed. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. all byproduct exactly. of greed. Because if you go to any of these people, they're eating, like, fine chefs cooking them yeah. the best. Mm-hmm. They're not eating McDonald's. They're not eating McDonald's nuggets. <laughs> these guys are eating, like, prime Wagyu steaks yeah. every night, like the good stuff. Yeah. So. So cool, cool. That got off on a tangent, but it was I know a good we do one. That. I know what. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's but that's that's stuff people need to hear, and it always yeah. bothers me because we can control this, mm-hmm. but we don't do anything about it. We need mm-hmm. to support the local people, support the local restaurants that providing yeah. the good food for us. So, and we're trying, we're trying to be that place. It looks like y'all. I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'll be there this week. You should come. I'm, I'm gonna get some food. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stock up. Stock, yeah, I'm gonna stock up. I, I fast, so my first oh, meal. Yeah. My first meal of the day has to be something that's gonna. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't eat until two p.m. Two. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, I drink a lot of coffee. Okay. It's not really a fast, but okay. I don't have time to eat. Okay, so <laughs> so it's not. I'm about to say so it's not intermittent fast. It's just for uh, not technically. Not it's technically. Just, it's just out of. We're working. We're feeding, okay. we're feeding y'all before we eat. So backtracking a little bit, do yeah. you miss corporate America? Or are you glad you got out of it? Um, I miss the paycheck of corporate America. <laughs> yes. That's the only thing. I miss payday. That was it. Payday. Um, I was doing, you know, I wasn't necessarily great at my job because I didn't have my heart in my job. Okay. And whenever we started cooking for people while I was still doing that job, um, I, I found that that's where I loved. I loved that people were willing to eat my food, our food, because it was good. Mm-hmm. And it was good for you. And I just saw that that was going in a way that I could make something out of it. Okay. And so my sister and I jumped in all feet. Is it more rewarding? It's, more. Yes, it's way more re- rewarding. It's fulfilling. It uh, serves my heart good. It makes me feel good to know that, you know, people are eating well and I'm doing that for them. Yeah. And we have a really good team that kind of just kicks ass. Like we can cool. Yeah, I can't complain. Nice. Yeah. nice. yeah, I can see that. You know, I can see where that would be. A lot easier to get up and go to work in the yeah. morning. It's it's not, and you know, it's a job. I mean, it's work. It's hard work, mm-hmm. but it's the most fulfilling work. Yeah. And, you know, I just, um, I can't see going back to that. It's just not going to happen. Like you said, it'll be the tough thing instead. Oh, God, can take. you imagine? Yeah. Going from what you do, what you love, and just not being able to do that anymore? No. No, it's always going to work. You don't miss the chemical engineering? No. No. <laughs> but you went to school for I it all those years. I went to school for it. I know it took me forever. It took me forever. I just, it's, you just get to the point. When I got laid off, it was one of those blessings in disguise. Like okay. it was just. It, it gave was, you that opportunity yeah. to make that leap of faith. Yeah. I, mean, I think uh, this one thing I said about uh, business, if you really want to be successful at your business, mm-hmm. quit your job and do your business. Yep. Yeah. Because you, once you remove that security blanket, yeah. it goes to show you how much you're willing to put into it. Right. But it's more rewarding. Yeah. 
like you said, I'm putting my own blood and effort to doing something I like to do. Not for someone else. Not for someone else. I'm doing it for me. Right. So all the reward goes back to you rather than your work for someone else. That's, That's a cool. whole nother tangent. <laughs> <laughs> Working for yourself. Working for yourself. We have to bring you on for Masters of Fitness business, oh, the gosh. business part of it. So. I got a lot to talk about. No, but we, you know, we work really hard and try to make things um, delicious and beautiful and um, healthy at the same time. So, so I'm going to try those desserts. Please yeah. get those oatmeal cookies. <laughs> I mean, I love it. oatmeal cookies. I'm going to work on it. I love those. They're actually my favorite, too. So what would you say would be your top? dishes that you have like what did what is the bread and butter what um, put y'all on the map shall i say oh, honestly it is it is things like the pot roast and the meatloaf and we do a really good um buffalo chicken stuffed sweet potato and mm. uh, i saw a picture balsamic pork roast. Yes. oh i know anything you stuff in a sweet potato is going to be good it was a sandwich it. i saw that y'all had on there we did a sandwich good. last week yeah it was the um it was pulled pork with yes. almond butter and a strawberry chia jam it's stupid it's so stupid. And we make we make our own bread. Like everything we do is in house. The only thing we literally don't make with our own hands is the chips that go with that. And they're the olive oil chips. They're just olive oil potatoes and salt. So I can't feel bad about it. And the no, only no, and the yeah. only other thing is um when we do a like a noodle bowl type thing, we use these um Asian noodles that are made out of sweet potato starch. Hmm. And that's it. So they that's make a really mean paleo gumbo too. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold yeah. on. Oh, that's a good hold call. On, I forgot. Hold on, I haven't done hold that on in a while. now. Yeah. Hold on. Yep. Let's backtrack. Thad loves, I'm a, our, Thad loves our gumbo. I'm a I'm a gumbo aficionado. I don't right. I don't eat gumbo at restaurants because I'm like, man, I it's don't not, either. It's, it's not, not going. It's not going to be good. <laughs> Well, you, be- you better eat our gumbo. So for all these people, especially for my wife. My yeah. wife is from Louisiana. She's a, a, a gumbo snob as yep, well. I don't blame you. She believes there's no such thing as a good. She, she's never had a good gumbo. What? That's what she said. Not even so, anybody's gumbo? She don't give anybody gumbo credit. <laughs> she's like, it's just gumbo. It's blah, blah. So yeah. explain paleo gumbo. Paleo gumbo we make. Um, so we make our own roux, obviously. Sorry, I kicked the table. We make our own roux, obviously. Um, and it is made with bacon fat and potatoes, uh, potato flour. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you it's had me at bacon fat. Bacon fat and potato <laughs> flour. So it's... Um, it does have some carbs in it, but potato flour is the best... Um, alternative flour okay i never heard of potato flour before not potato starch potato flour flour. there's two Mm. different things and they make um it works really well in gravies and roux and things like that or cheese sauces like we just use that as our roux base for Mm. anything we use yeah i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to get that potato flour Mm -hmm. it does just the same and you almost can't burn it if you're really so you can't so you can't screw it up you can't screw your roux up you can (laughs) if you try you You can if you try but it's not like regular regular flour and you're making your roux we have to stir it and Mm -hmm. keep it going huh it's kind of magic. That's interesting. It's, that's, it's it's a game changer in the whole paleo world. Whenever you want something you've had your whole life, like an etouffee or a gumbo or something like that, it's it changes the game. That's a game changer, just eating world. Just eating Just it. eating world. Because I make, yeah. I mean, I love macaroni and all that stuff. Yeah. So you always look, well, how can I make this macaroni? Yeah. Healthy, which is no such thing as well. It might be a healthy macaroni. I'm sure. If, but I mean, I'll allow like some organic, organic macaroni in my house. Like we, we still eat some of that stuff. Oh, I still okay. have kids, but <laughs> um, I try to make it a better option for them as well. But so when will paleo gumbo be on the menu? When it's not a thousand degrees outside. <laughs> yes, yes, like it's hot. we, I probably could sell a bunch of it tomorrow if I wanted to, but it's just so hot. I can't, I yeah. can't talk myself into it. Yeah. 
I mean, it, it's, it's a lot in the fall. We do it a lot. Oh, okay. It's not ethical to make gumbo when it's hot outside. I'll make it. But <laughs> you can't enjoy I mean, you, you can, can you enjoy it? Yes, but the real pots don't get cooking until right. until it's winter, until it falls, until the temperature drops. Till it's, mm-hmm. Let's get a cold front in. Yeah, it's like a million degrees. It's too hot it's for so gumbo hot. now. I can't handle it. The sun hurts. Paleo gumbo. I, don't even yeah. I might try to go make this at my house today. You should. So Everything else is the same. Just do it the same way. Do it the same way? Yeah. Okay. That's the only difference. You just change your fat and you no, change no, your what? flour. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait till wait till it's cold. I'm gonna wait till it's cold. The fall. So when I really see when it. I see paleo gumbo come on the menu, I'm coming get. All right, <laughs> come I'm coming get a tub of it. Remember when I sold that before gather? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So be, so before you open a restaurant, you were just cooking on the side as yeah. a uh, okay. Yeah, it was just kind of for fun. Cool, cool, cool. And to cool. kind of get people a little bit um, to get it to to understand what paleo is because. Not everybody was doing it back then. All right. Some good stuff. So if y'all I don't like take away comment. what pay, you pay on the front end or the back end, either way you're going to pay. It's true. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Hey, Jason. Jason. Jason Crochet. So good stuff. If, it, anyway, if I take away anything from this, I'm I'm sorry, but I'm stuck on this paleo gumbo. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> That's <laughs> so, okay. That's a good thing to be stuck it's on. It's a good thing to suck on. So yep. As we as we kind of conclude this up and wrap it up, what is what is one thing you want to leave the people? What would we say is your message to the folks out there? Um, that it good food doesn't have to taste bad. Healthy food does not have to taste bad. That is our main goal in life: is to make sure that everybody understands that um, it can be healthy and taste amazing at the same time. So that's that's our goal: to that's make true. people love it. So what can the people find the restaurant at? Give them the address, the well, Facebook. Well, it's sort of a surprise and not hardly anyone knows. But currently, um, we're at 1811 Magnolia mm-hmm. in Port Natchez. But we won't be there much longer. Oh, okay. We're moving to a bigger spot. Uh, oh, see, look. I, I know, where's it's my, a little plug. Where's my, uh, little where's plug. my, where's I'm just going to do yeah, the hand clap. Where's the, uh, I don't have the breaking news, uh, breaking news oh, no, thing. So. You heard it first here on the Massive Fitness yep. Podcast. There's that a handful moving. of people that know up until now, so congrats. So now thousands of people are going to know yeah. in the community now. So when will y'all be making the move? Uh, or? It, we're shooting. Well, we don't really have a date, but hopefully within the next couple of months we'll be moving over. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Won't cool, be too cool. long. Won't be There's too a long. lot of work that has to happen, but it's an effort. It's an effort? Yeah. So where can they find you at on social media, all your handles? Uh, yep. Uh, social media, we're at Gather um, Paleo Cafe and Market. Um, Instagram is Gather Cafe and Market, I think. I think we left mm-hmm. out Paleo of that okay. one. Um, and that's the only two social medias we have. <laughs> what about yourself? What is it? Crave? Cave Mama's Quest. Cave Mama's Quest. Where yep. does that name come from? That's an interesting name. I dubbed myself Cave Mama oh. years ago when, whenever I started all this. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like it's you, pretty when cool you give name. yourself a nickname. Yeah. <laughs> pretty cool name. So whenever <clears throat> we used to write Cave Mama on the board mm-hmm. at, the, at the gym. Back when I used to do that. What that Tarion is still Tarion. Tarion. Yep. Way oh, back. Yeah, way back. So thank you <laughs> thank for joining you. the show. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Crystal. It was uh, a you. lot of fun. We got to talk about a lot of good things. We're definitely gonna have to have you back. Okay, cool. Have you back. This Anytime. is probably after after I try this gumbo, I wanna have <laughs> you back and uh talk about you it. You can but tell no. me how you like it or not. No, but I see you got kind of excited about the, uh, you share your hate for the FDA as much as the I do and how we regulate food, but that's it's, a whole yeah. nother hour long. It show. is, and we yeah. can talk about that because I hate them. <laughs> so I would like to thank you guys once again thank for you. joining us for episode 10 of Master Fitness Podcast. What can they find you at that again? At King Thad and uh, on Instagram and uh, 
Regular Thad King. Regular Thad King on Facebook. Also, you can find him every Saturday at CrossFit Beaumont, 8.30 endurance class. That's it. And he brings the pain. In the morning? 8.30 in the morning. 8.30 in the morning. It's fun. You should come. Come check it out. Get your day started. Get your day started early. Mm -hmm. And also, you can find me at EJ underscore Doyle. And you also download Massive Fitness on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean. Actually, this episode will be up immediately right after we done so you guys hear the raw uncut <laughs> audio of the show so we don't do no fancy editing over here we like people to hear the real discussion of what's going on so uh once again thank the people for joining the show uh thank you for your questions continue to support the uh the show and also go out in port and ages and check out gathers paleo market and cafe and uh thank you guys see you next time cue the cool drop drop drop